I would like to thank my sponsors, Maggie Flores with Southern Blues Boutique and Jessica Espinoza with Jessica's Crafty Creations. They both can do some very nice work. So y'all go like and follow their page and please support small businesses. We're going we're gonna to get in it. Wanna wanna welcome everybody. Episode 19, Levi's Talk. And today we got a good guy here from, from Mississippi. Moved to Texas as a teen. Went to Jordanton High School. Played basketball and baseball. Then went to Palo Alto College. Started coaching Little League in 2011. And then started with the Bombers in, in 2017. And now he's the uh, now he's the head coach of the 18U South Texas Gold National Team. I want to welcome everybody, Thad Bryant, to the show. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. I'm ready to get started. Excited yeah. to do it. Oh yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm glad is we got able to get it done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Wanna you know what we can start off with your with your upbringing and you know did you play any baseball, basketball, what sport you you played growing up? Well, man, that's you know it all. That's kind of where it all starts, right? When we get to coach, and I'm sure it's kind of the same situation with you. Um, growing up, my dad was always gone. He was working. I never really had anybody there to uh, to go out there and say, hey. This is how you shoot. This is how you throw a two-handed bounce pass. Mm-hmm. This is this is how you set your feet up to take a jumper. Um, this is how you throw a baseball. This is how you throw a curveball. This is how you throw a screwball. I never had anybody there to do that. So it's like I kind of learned myself. We picked like when I was a kid, we picked up like three channels on the TV, mm-hmm. and it was weird living in Mississippi. We picked up WGN, so I watched a lot of the Cubs. Watched uh. Learned a lot for myself just watching on TV, right? Right. uh, Going out there as a kid playing, man. And in Little League, I had a gentleman, Coach Joe. Mid-City Paint Supply was a team when I was, uh, I think I was like 10 at the time. Man, just made a big impact on me. He taught me how to do all the stuff that that a young man needs somebody to do, right? Mm -hmm. At the age of 10 years old, I had somebody do that. And it kind of paved the way for me and my future. Now that I know that this is where I, what I wanted to do back then, of course not, right? But like, right. looking back on it, that was just a huge impact. So, growing up down there, doing that stuff, moving to Texas at right during high school, I think I was a freshman when we moved to Texas. That was when sports got got pretty serious, and. Uh, I realized back then, like I weighed like a hundred pounds. I was six foot three. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey man, uh, you're not gonna play football. So basketball was kind of the thing. I just enjoyed competing, man. I enjoyed to compete, enjoyed getting after it, wanted to win, sometimes a little too much. Mm-hmm. But uh but uh that's where it, that's kind of what got me to this point. When I had kids, once I started I had my first daughter, she came home from school one day. I think she was 11 at the time. She brought home a little slip of paper. She said, hey, I want to play softball. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. Softball, huh? All right. Let's check it out. 
little did I know, like that would that one day would turn into lifestyle. two life. <laughs> Man, you took it right out of my mouth. Like it's a lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, you live it. I mean, you put you literally put everything else in the back burner to get your kids where you need to be, right? And then uh, it's just one thing after another leads to that point. But man, I feel like I'm skipping a lot of stuff, so I'll slow down. Let you kind of lead the way there. Oh no, man, Chuck, man, hey, you can go ahead and go. I got, I got <laughs> the list. So hey, you can go ahead and you know that that's you know that's what we want to want to break down the you know the upbringing and and how you started the the sport. You know that's where that's where I started, and then we we got a whole lot to to get into man you know oh, been, i got you we've been talking the f- past few days so we got this one gonna be gonna be one of them one of them real good ones right here well man it's like kind of bouncing back on that last point like what kind of got us up to this to where we are now as coaches or, or even fathers right mm-hmm. um just sports in general has always had a huge impact i mean i can remember being in school not just can't wait to get out of school to get home and watch the Spurs play. Like, and I feel like to a certain extent, man, that that's going away. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that, that the love for sports in general with our youth is dissipating. And it's because there's not very many people that have the love for sport just in general left. They want to do it for the right reasons. If that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, that make a, that make a whole lot of sense. Cause they not that's just they not in it for the kids. They just in it just to brag and say right. they won this and won that, and like it's not even helping a kid a kid out in no kind of way. Yep, exactly. I mean, exactly. And uh, I guess I get that question. Even I ask myself that question right now. You know, it's like, hey. <clears throat> You don't have any kids playing right now. You know, I bet people will look at you like, man, this guy's crazy. Why is he still coaching, spending all that time away from his family? I know his wife's mad. Why is she not, you know, what's going on there? But, like, the best way I can explain it is kind of goes back to what we talked about in the very beginning. It's kind of like that that moment where I felt like I had had someone else have a big impact in in my life when I was a kid. They kind of helped kickstart me going down that right that competitive sports road, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. That kind of helped develop me into the person I am today. And if God's blessed me with the ability to be able to reach kids at a young age, and uh, help set roots in their in their work ethic, in the way they look at things in a certain way, man, that's a lot of power when you're dealing with a twelve year old or a ten year old. Or shoot, even a 16-year-old or an 18-year-old is getting ready to run off into this world by themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make a great impact on a kid's life. And if you realize what type of opportunity you got, you can really, really set them up for success, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely understand that. <laughs> so, so, um, so when you, when you started coaching Little League and – in 2011, um, how did that was when she did? Was it like her first year when she oh, said she was to play? <clears throat> Man, it was like <clears throat> learning how to throw and never picking up a bat. Yeah, and <laughs> just 
going out there and playing, right? You know how it is. You make no, the all star yeah. you make the all star team or whatnot and like you 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 learn what it's like to play for your city, right? You learn what it's like to play for something that's more than about just, hey, I'm really good. Now you're playing for your your town that you live in. And man, like learning that again, learning that at twelve years old, like what it feels like to compete for the town that you live in, the small town that you live in, that's and handle that pressure. That's a that's a that's a huge benefit that I don't even think we understood as grown men back then, you know? Yeah. Oh no, nah, we didn't. <laughs> it's just a great opportunity. And it was we were having fun as 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 young adults coaching these young ladies, right? We were just having a good time. We really didn't know any better. Just have fun. Right. Oh yeah. And and so um at what age did did y'all get with uh with the bombers? Let's see. She uh we kind of thought that we could do it all ourselves. We didn't know any better, right? We started out with a little team we started called the Texas Phenoms. We did that for a year or two. And then she went over we went over to the hit with Coach David Smith. And uh and well she actually played with David Smith with the Texas Lamb for a little bit and then they went to the hit. And um once she went with Coach Smith, man, he kinda he kinda changed the whole perspective, not just with her, but with me. That's where that's where I kinda learned the ropes and not just coaching, but his wife Holly, she was like our recruiting coordinator, even mm-hmm. We had a recruiting coordinator already working for us at like 14, 15 years old. And Holly and David did everything. So they they, they kind of paved the way for me. Like, hey, this is how you do it. And so when the older girls graduated, I kind of just took how they do everything mm-hmm. and did it and kept doing it that way, you know. But uh, back to that, like we went to – to the bombers, I guess we when we finally got to the bombers with Coach Mid. David went from the head to the bombers, and we were first year 16th, I believe. So that was what let's see here 2017, 2018 is when we started there. And man, it was like being with those previous teams that I spoke of when you would see a bomber team walk in the complex, mm-hmm. like immediately when you saw the uniform, you were like, oh man. <laughs> hopefully hopefully they're playing 18 you if you were 16 yeah hopefully they're 18 you or man hopefully they're 14 you know you just didn't want to you knew if you played them you better pack a lunch right you had to be perfect to beat them yeah and uh they just carried that that aura that swagger when they walked into the complex like dang man here we go so like we would talk so much mess about them back in the day and then it's like when you finally get a chance to put that logo on your chest and you get a chance to wear that B on your head and you walk across the field, you walk across the parking lot and you know that your team's busted their butts to earn it. Yeah. And you understand what it's about, right? Like mm-hmm. then you get to go out there and perform and kind of, kind of show what it's about it. And you know, as well as I do, I mean, you got a couple of girls to play. Um, and when you're wearing that uniform, it's a standard you got to uphold, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's one hundred percent right there. That's 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 just I mean, and and I'm pretty sure it's like with with every organization, but you know, so but it's just the bombers. It's just they always got their little target. I mean, from, yeah, from what, I, I may be I, I may be a little I may be a little biased, right? I, I yeah, mean, I, yeah. I, I, obviously, obviously, right. But that's just how I feel, and 
we've been on both sides of it. And, and look, uh, I, one of one of my better friends within the coaching ranks and somebody that you probably should have on here is Mike Alfaro, the MacArthur head coach and uh, the hit director. Man, I've talked to that guy and we've bounced stuff off of each other. And that guy does an amazing job right there. I don't want it to look like I'm trying to to hold one above the other. But right. shoot, as, oh, long, yeah. as, right. as long as I'm representing, man, it's like uh, they've done my family well. Mm-hmm. They've given my kids a great opportunity. And it's given me an opportunity to pass on the knowledge that we've learned to these other parents and these other children, you know. So, mm-hmm. of, co- of course, I'm going to lean to the side of, 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 I guess you could call it the dark side. He <laughs> said the dark side. <laughs> because but you know one thing, man, you know one thing that I always kinda like like didn't like is 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 people, kids that's people that's in different organizations. It's like you should not like one person because you know they playing over here and you playing over there. It's like if you were, no. if you friends on this team, then you should be cool on any team y'all playing on or you know what I mean and vice versa. Man, right. it don't matter what uniform you're wearing when you're Where? outside when you're outside those chalk lines, but when you step in that chalk line, either you're with yeah. me or you're against me. It, you know what yes. I'm saying? Right. At that point it don't even matter what name's on your jersey. You know? Mm-hmm. But uh but no you're exactly right, man. And and that's what this game's about at the end of the day is building relationships, right? So Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, relationship. That's one thing I could say, man. I 90% of the people I talk to today is because of of softball. Like that's just like you said earlier, it's just it's a it's a lifestyle, right? It's it's something that is is hard to you like you can't get just get out of it. Like, you know, like is is stuff like like with well, you with see me, these. you see me right now trying to get out of it. I heck, I can't get away <laughs> from it, man. I love it. I love it too much, you know. Right. Yeah, like like with me, like like I didn't miss like a whole so many like family events, you know, like like so many stuff. Like got family members like, hey, like you know when you gonna come? And I'm like, like I'm gonna try this weekend, but I might have softball, so I don't know. And then it's like when you have a weekend free, it's like okay, cause next weekend I gotta be back at it. So let me let me chill this weekend. And then it's like, man, I should have went went visit or something like that. <laughs> Man, I know exactly what you mean. Check this out. Try having your two girls playing, playing on one side of Texas with the other one playing on the other side of Texas, <laughs> and then your your travel team's got a tournament this weekend, you know. And it's like you you, know, you never bat an eye. My kids understand that. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we got a commitment here, and uh, don't get me wrong, I love watching you guys play, and and thank God for for uh, athletes go live for game changer. Mm-hmm. Thank Keep God for ready. all that stuff. You can see everything, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. Oh yeah, man. See, I'm kind of in a similar situation with you having two daughters that play. You're going to get, yeah. you'll, you'll get into that soon where you could, it's not that you're making a choice. It's just, you're just trying to do everything you can as a father to be there for everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, like, that's I all wish I could, do. I wish I could beat all of them. Shoot. Right. You know that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And that's the, that's the good thing. Like, I install in, in hey, we're going to miss something. We're going to be at something. We ain't going to be at everything. Right now, yes, because you're a kid. You have to. We have to be there. But once you get older, it's going to be It's going to be a little different. It's going to yeah. be a little different, you know. So, But my wife, she she real good with videos and pictures and, 
and all that. So she got memories already for a lifetime. So. <laughs> Heck yeah. And that's why I post a lot on Facebook, man. And it's mm-hmm. not to drag or to show off. And so in a year, you know how they pop up memories every yeah. year. Yeah, the memories. Like, it, yeah. It's good just to see that stuff from time to time, you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of remind you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, hey, man, so let's, how, how is it um, coaching, you know, for a big organization? Well, you know, I've kind of been blessed to start from the bottom and kind of kind of take that stair step up, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. um, from doing our own thing with our startup team, the Phenoms. We had a 12U and a 14U team um, to, to moving on with our kids to, to the hit. Like, a, it's kind of like, man, don't get ahead of yourself, right? You, you 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 do what you're supposed to do. You work your butt off. You challenge yourself, but don't get ahead of yourself. Make sure that you're where you need to be. And it's almost like with my kids, man, and I'm, I'm speaking from my kids growing up and the different steps they took with the hit, then moving on to the Bombers. And I was, of course, helping out coach with each one of those teams. Mm-hmm. And it... it once we got to the bombers, it was almost like it was almost like it was uh the pressure was different, I guess because uh like kind of like we spoke about before um, <laughs> there's expectations I've never taken that lightly right i mean i don't and I don't mean that by a win or loss by a win or loss uh scenario whatsoever. I mean that by the way you carry yourself, by the way you act, not just on the field, but off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, the expectations, the standards that you, that you, that you are to uphold, it has not, if you think about it, it's not just to do with softball. If you apply those standards in your everyday life, you're probably going to be a pretty dang good human being just right. following those standards, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And people seem to forget about that. We sometimes get narrow-minded and we think about these wins and losses. At the end of the day, Levi, it's like the wins and losses are how many girls we see walking across that stage at the end of, the, at the end of that senior year. They get that diploma in their hand, and then you get to go stand beside them and give them a high five, take a picture when they sign that letter of intent. Like, that, that's a win to me, you know? Yeah. That's that sound like a win. <laughs> I think that'll be a win to a lot of people. She'll be a win to everybody. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Like mm-hmm. that's just that that that's the reason we we do what we do. You know. Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I I can I couldn't imagine. That. I, I'm not gonna say um I won't be. Well, I doubt that I'll be coaching once to get to that to that level. You know, just just because you never know. I you never that, know, and that too because because I'm I'm really learning like a lot from my um the I'm assistant to to Thomas Thomas Holmes and and he's just oh, like yeah. a softball wizard. So man, that guy right there's got got a ton of knowledge. No, oh, yeah, he you, he's hungry. No, he, mm-hmm. And and so I'm I'm with him, you know, and and he teaching me a lot. So. Like you said, you never know. My plan is to not – my plan was to never be in softball, coaching. You know, like if the kid play okay, but coaching, that was the plan. 
that didn't work out very good. <laughs> so, so let me let me turn that question back on you there. I'm not, I, I, so with your daughters, how long did, have they been playing? Your oldest, when did she start playing? She started at three, so seven years. Okay, so let me tell you this. So she is so far ahead of the game. I'm excited to see where she ends up, I'll be honest. Um, I've been watching her, watching your Facebook post for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. My oldest started playing softball when she was 11 years old. Oh, crap. She, so she was – she's 22 now. So that just – man, how, how crazy is that, that your daughter has that head start? You're, both your daughters will. Mm -hmm. And they got the work ethic. So I'm going to tell you what, you're not going to get rid of that love of the game. Just keep learning what you're learning, man, and, and, and take in all you can. Mm -hmm. And just wait. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, you know what? Man, it means just as much for me when Sally does something than it does when my daughter does something. And I mean, it might be that way already. But, like, right now, like – I was really wanted to coach this year because I've never coached without a kid on the team. Mm. And I wanted to see, and I wanted to see like, am I really about what I say I'm about? Like, do I, is that love of the game there for, for the right reasons? Or were you coaching just to coach a kid, you know, which I, I felt like I knew the answer already, but this year I can honestly say, in the very first tournament that we stepped on the field, we joined with the 16U STX gold team from last season with the Gibby Herrera's team. And uh, once we all stepped on the field together, man, nothing felt different. It felt the same. I felt like, hey, let's get going, you know. And, man, one, one thing led to another. And we got that thing rolling. And those, those girls just started playing. Next thing I knew, we had to – we had a team that could scrap with anybody, you know. Mm. Working, you gotta. That's that's the good <laughs> thing. You want to always have a team that's gonna scrap. Team that ain't yep. gonna just lay down and just give up if they down or if, even if they winning by a lot. Like just <laughs> just don't you know? Like just keep doing you. I mean, I know they might say, "Oh, mercy," and but it's kind of hard to just stop playing. <laughs> You know, well, I'm a, I, man, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I got two great examples of why you don't do that. First of all, I wanted to say, like, just the, the scrappiness. We've got – we've always – I've always had a team that when they show up, the other coach probably looks across the field and they're like, man, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, um, we haven't had the, the six-foot kids that are that are just built to play softball, you know. I mean, it's like – we get the kids that love the game, and they go out there and they fight and they scrap. They're very coachable, and you can motivate them. And uh, next thing you know, you're three innings in, and it's a one-to-one -one game, and it's anybody's game, and it's like, oh, crap. That, <laughs> and you know as well as I do, that's the last thing you want to do is to give an underdog a chance. Yeah. If you do oh, that, yeah. and they're gonna, they'll come back and bite they you every time. You. Oh, yeah, they're going to yeah. get you. They gonna find a way. They will find a way. I like that. I, I like to say that we're kind of that team that we got a chance on any day to go out and get you, just because they they have that love, desire, and they're motivated to go out and be the best they can be. You know, mm -hmm. we might not be able to beat you 
four out of eight or three out of four, seven, four out of seven, but we'll beat your butt two out of seven. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, and hopefully that you. second one was in the championship or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, uh, so, so man, how do you, how do you, you help the girls prepare for college? Another good, another good question, man. Um, well, our first our first group that graduated in 2019, we thought Coach Ruben Jimenez, he's another coach on our team, he's a great guy, relates very well with the girls. Um, we kind of talked about in 2019 with Coach David's team, we had them ready to go play ball. We had them ready to be, to be softball players, but we didn't have them ready to be student athletes. Um, I'll tell you firsthand experience. My oldest daughter, she gets over there and it's like a new world to her. And we were worried about ground balls, short hops, backhands, making good throws, keeping your head down, performing well in the cages mm-hmm. so coach could see you, earn your reps. And she's talking about labs and classes and <laughs> going and going homework and not and staying up till one o'clock in the morning doing homework. <laughs> And I was worried about her talking about going out and doing her thing on, on the weekends cause she, and down there in Corpus or whatnot. And no, man, the kid was focused and she didn't really have time on her hands to do anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, not many people know that story, but like she started out at Texas A&M Kingsville and uh, at the end of the first semester, she took a backhand to the mouth and it, basically knocked her top front six teeth out oh crap that's crazy so yeah and it it took her a little bit to regain her uh her confidence right which is understandable oh yeah uh, they were they were going to red shirt her that year she didn't want a red shirt so she called me she calls me up i was working in midland texas and she said dad um, come pick me up. I transferred to Vernon, Texas, to <laughs> Vernon Junior College. And I said, do what? She was like, yeah. I said, where's that? <clears throat> so anyway, I jump in the car. I head down to pick her up. And we get her picked up and get her moved into Vernon. And uh, a couple of coaches over there in Vernon, Brittany Talley and Coach Ron Frost, who's now the assistant at Nickel State. Coach Ron was the hitting coach there. And man, they would, and Coach Tori Smith, they would stay after practice and work with her. I mean, and she'd work until they would tell her to go home, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would give videos of Chloe hitting at 11 o'clock at night in the indoor over there. And it was just like she went to Vernon, Texas with a goal. Yeah. And that was to, to, to do her best, right? And then to get out of there and go play somewhere else and learn and, and get over what she went through in Kingsville. And, um, Little did she know she was going to be able to play behind a kid by the name of Pal Egan that is right now at the University of Florida as a playing over there for Coach Walton. So anybody that tells you that you can't go JUCO and go play Power 5, they're not being truthful with you because I saw that kid go play from Vernon, Texas to Texas A&M Corpus to the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah. that's the one thing that that I like that that I learned from you know from me being young to to now is that 
junior college is is okay. Maybe if maybe if I would have <laughs> thought about that, I maybe would have went to maybe would have went to college. But like it was just when back then it was a four year college or like I didn't really understand the junior college thing like I do Leva, now. Levi, I was forty years old when my daughter was looking at schools and as a coach. As a coach, I'm not going to lie to you. I was kind of the same way. I was like, man, she's not going to go to JUCO. Nah, we're going to four-year. Mm-hmm. And te- Texas A&M Kingsville was the number two team in the country at the time. And I was more worried about that than I was the other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so was she because I had put that on the top of the list for her, you know? And we that's the stars we were shooting for at the time. Biggest school possible. Going JUCO was a blessing for her. It was a blessing for me. So I can pass on what we learned to every other parent that I coach their children. I want them to know what we went through. And I want them to understand that it's okay. Like, tell me something. If your daughter gets overlooked and she falls through the cracks, what's wrong with going to junior college for two years getting your school paid for and getting an opportunity to still chase your dream of being a D one softball player or a yeah. D two softball player, whatever that may be. Right. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're splitting hairs because just to make it to the next level to play collegiate sports is something to be proud of no matter what level. No matter, right. right no, yep. mm-hmm. That's just kind of the way I look at it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, as long as you get to that next level, that's the plan. The next level, yeah, you want to go to the D ones, the D twos, but these in what is it, NAIA is and the JUCOs is, is really it's okay. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, like I said, if free school and saving your parents' money and getting that education, and and you know what, the what we're what we're forgetting is being able to play. Right. right, you have to pass your classes to play. Not only that, not only that. If you go to a four-year, you pass your classes, and you're on the dean's list. They've already got three years worth of other girls in front of you that you've got to stair step to hit that playing field. Right. Right. So, yeah. uh, go JUCO, get your school paid for, plenty of playing time to be able to put something on tape. You can take that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 some good advice right there. That's some good advice right there. Or you can or you can have your parents spend twenty twenty five thousand dollars a year to stand over there and clap. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm all about I'm all about Power Five D one. I'm all about that. But like at the end of the day, let's keep our let's keep our eyes on the prize. As Deion Sanders says, Coach Prime says, like, keep the main thing the main thing, you know? The main thing is make sure those guys, these girls go to school. Make sure they get an education. Make sure they get a college diploma. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to carry them through life. That's what it's all about right there, is getting that college diploma and degree. Win a few games along the way won't hurt, right? No, oh, no, that's that's that'd be real good, right? There, <laughs> there you that'd go. Be, that'd be real good, right there, to get some dubs under your belt. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And, and and another real quick before we move off the JUCO subject, 
Like I got my 18 year old Taylor that's playing at Western Texas College. So both of my daughters are going to go to the junior JUCO ranks. When you go to JUCO, hey, it's a grind. You play 50, 60 games a year. In the fall, you play a full season in the fall. There's no regulations against it. You practice as much as you want. You do whatever you can do to get that upper hand, right? Um, it's a grind, man. And it separates the kids who love the game from the kids who just love being a softball player, you know? See how much you want to work, huh? Yep. And just – and again, and it seems like everything we're talking about goes back to life experiences. Yep. And life, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want that promotion? How bad do you want to go be an RN? How bad do you want to go be a lawyer? How bad do you want to, to be a professional where you don't have to worry about somebody taking care of you? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I know. That's that's just the stuff we need to get the, the kids to understand. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. It all And, you know, it all starts here. And that's why I'm excited to talk and hopefully have gentlemen that are coaching these 8U and these 10U teams. Like, <clears throat> not saying that everything we say is, is uh, the gospel by all means, but as like what I do is I try to watch what Scott Smith does, what John Carpenter does, what Adrian Rodriguez does, what Way Womack does. I try to watch what Nate Rodriguez does, and I try to take what I like from each of them. Boom. Boom, boom. And I try to implement that into my coaching style, right? And then if I see something I don't like, I'm going to be like, shoot, I'm not going to do that. Or if I see somebody make a mistake and it costs them something, I'm going to be like, okay, in that situation, make sure you don't do that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Just yeah. kind of learn, learn from previous experience and learn from others' mistakes, and it's going to save you a ton in the end, you know? Yep, and and but that's the thing. Coaches have to wanna have to have to want to learn. They can't just be going out there and like I'm about to build this team and and this and that. We gonna do this and that. Like, what about developing players that that's not great already? You know, like there's a lot of coaches they don't they don't believe in that. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. I was like, I had an opportunity to put to to coach a tenure team. If I didn't, or I recently moved to Midland. And you probably know a little bit about it. Yeah. But it's like, <clears throat> boy, when I heard, like, <laughs> that the things that wanted to be done and traveling all over the country, mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I think we're losing sight of the real goal here. The main, the, again, the main thing being the main thing. I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at an AU player or a 10U player in Tennessee, Florida, uh, Cali. I'm not right. looking for. I'm not looking at them to come play for UCLA, for Florida State, for <laughs> for whoever at that age, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, why would I put parents in that situation? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I felt like I feel like that that if we keep our eyes on the prize and we keep working with these kids, there's no reason that. That centrally in that area in central San Antonio, that we can't build a powerhouse of development and develop these kids from the age of eight U mm-hmm. on to the minute they step across that stage and graduate. You know, there's yeah. a lot of talent. Oh, there's yeah. too much talent to be leaving and going and playing in Houston and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. The talent in this age group, they could, 
they could be something. They could really, really, really be something. And y'all got a lot of grinders, man, at that age, at this age. I and I couldn't believe it when I, I I came out and watched you guys practice when it was, uh, I guess it was the original team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess our girls were 16 you at the time. And I was like, what in the world am I watching? It's mm-hmm. like, it's like somebody shrank my 16 you team. Oh yeah. And put they, them out. Cause th- those girls could ball, man. They can go. Every one of them girls that was on that team, man, Nate would come out to them practices and you would think that he out there coaching that 16 you team. Like, he ain't Dude. holding nothing back. He letting them know just how it is. And you I have brought fold or keep going. <laughs> What's Nate like to say? You're either in or you're in the way, right? Yeah, that's exactly. An, that's an, yeah. And that's the truth, right? So, mm-hmm. like, back then, I remember me and my little, I guess, Kiki was eight at the time. And we were sitting there watching the practice. And I was like, I looked at her. And I'm like, yeah. No, we're not here yet, you know? So, <laughs> boom, let's go. But, let's uh, go. <laughs> let's go. We got to go. Hey, we got to go get to work. Let's go work. You know, <laughs> we had to go get to work. You say let's go. Let's. That's one thing. Them girls, man. I seen just speaking on that on that team. Okay, so they was undefeated. You know, not every. You know, who cares about AU? I know that's the thing. But I was watching on social media every this time they win. This is a little different. <laughs> like, this, like you had this people, team, you had people in other states talking trash to you guys. Hey, for for what reasons? We was exactly. never, and the thing about it, man, we was never involved. No parents on our team was saying not one thing to to none of them, right? And it exactly. was going, man. It was bets going on for <laughs> on us and all kind of stuff. It was crazy. It, it was like insane, right? But. When they went to to Florida and they took their first two L's, you should have yeah. seen social media then. <laughs> oh, it was oh my, this you know this and that. But when they took those two beatings, it, they came back that next day, and it was just a whole different team came out. Oh, they learned how to they, they learned how to lose at first. Mm-hmm. Day, huh? Yeah, they they, took they learned that, what they it felt like, and they said, "We don't want to feel that no more." Exactly, exactly. And they they came they came out like they came out. But let's get let's get back to subject. Here. I can go. <laughs> I can talk about that, and you know that. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you know, so man, how, how is it? Man? I know you you spoke a little bit on it. You know, um, how, how is it having two daughters playing playing in college? Man, first of all, it's just as a dad, just pr- pr- being proud, proud of them, prideful, I guess, of them. Mm-hmm. Um, those two girls never had been given anything, right? Like I was, you know, having daughters on the team. When you're a coach, you almost feel like you got to be, you got to be super, that. you got to be super hard on them because you don't want right or wrong. You don't want people barking in the stands, right? Yeah, you don't want people judging you as like decisions that you were making based on it being your daughter. So, Mm -hmm. like every team that they ever played on, they like they had to earn it. They weren't starters; they would have to earn their spots. And man, it it just—they've always worked their butts off. And it was nothing that that I did. All I would be, all I was, was a, a pitching machine. 
and a fungo hitter, man. You know, <laughs> we had we had some heated conversations at times, but it was all over. It was all love. We was all mm-hmm. the good, good, good reasons, good intentions. But uh, but man, it's uh, having them both reach the the ultimate pinnacle of playing at the next level. I'm happy for them because I know they worked hard. Mm-hmm. They, that 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 right there can bring me in into that next question I have. Their their work ethic to just you know just know like I want to go play at the next level and and I'm gonna get. Just, just explain to to the younger kids or the adults <clears throat> so they can spl- explain to their kids like the the work ethic. Like yeah yeah you can be young but you still have to have to work hard if you're trying to get to that next level. Well, I mean it's like. I've seen I've seen kids that were that were super blessed when they were young, that were pushed too hard, mm-hmm. that burn out when they got older. I've seen kids that weren't pushed hard enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key is, you've got to keep working. You've got to put the work in. Um, I know there's a lot of kids and a lot of parents that listen to the show that that have kids that are almost at that recruiting age to where. Are they already are there, and their daughters aren't? <clears throat> have worked hard, have put in the work, and for some reason their daughters aren't getting the looks that they think they may get or that they should get. My advice to those parents and to those kids that pl- that are playing is just relax, take a deep breath. Everything's gonna work out for you. Like I've seen it happen. Personally, 20, 25, 30 times mm-hmm. to, where, to where you saw kids and families panic, not panic, but get uneasy, not really getting attention that they wanted, that they thought they were going to get, and then being there beside them when they finally get that, that love and that attention that they deserve and being able to celebrate with them. You can't beat that, you know? But mm-hmm. it all comes from putting your nose to the grindstone, putting your head down and going to work. If you go out there and you go over three, no big deal. Go put the tee up. If they struck you out on curveballs, go figure out how to let the ball get there and, and attack that thing out front. Mm-hmm. If, if they struck you out by jamming you up, make an adjustment, get that barrel out earlier. Um, there's ways, like we talked about last night a little bit uh, with, with my daughter, you got to mm-hmm. have a plan. With, with the, with, if you have a plan and you stick to that plan, shoot, you're going to win every time. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That, 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 what you sent me, man, I, that's, that's just like, that's just the <clears> right <throat> mind. Just the right mind. You know, like two strikes, who cares? Like, it's, I yeah. mean, it is what it is. <laughs> that, <clears throat> I'm not going to kid you, man. That, that surprised me. That surprised me because <laughs> I'm sitting in the stands ready to chew my fingernails off, right? Like, mm-hmm. and shoot, you can't say nothing no more, right? You sit there and, like, okay, if you listen to my videos that I post to her, you can hear me whispering over there, like, okay, looking for this, looking for that, just <laughs> just going through the ad bat with her, mm-hmm. and the whole time. And once she texts me after the game, I don't give two craps if I got struck two strikes. <laughs> Like it right. don't matter. I'm not, and I'm I'm not even nervous. Like I'm just waiting for my pitch. You know. Mm-hmm. 
and, and, and that's, that's what that, that's what athletes like these kids like we could do the younger the younger you can teach a young lady to have a plan when they get in the box and figure out what's their best pitch to hit and like shoot at y'all's age group probably 90 percent of those kids are going to be able to crush the inside pitch oh yeah and they're gonna they're gonna struggle on the outside pitch right mm -hmm. um that's just man it's normal oh yeah they want that sucker right over the middle <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but you throw a middle if you throw a middle in it's over with yeah and, and i already had some some incidents already so i saw um, that man you okay oh, no, i thought we were going to take you to the hospital i thought man, look, I'm, Levi's Sports <laughs> <talk was done laughs> with. man look i'm not trying to you know but I, that middle is is very dangerous it's very dangerous so Especially I, when y'all throw in the sluggers like you guys have, man. Yeah, right, hey, bro, I'm good. Giving them, giving it right to them, and they, man, they coming back. They coming back pretty fast. They coming back. Some of them is. They you still got it. Like I, don't, I don't think I got the quickness to get out of the way. So right, man, I'd probably get lit up. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, like you know, like I mean, with the younger, the younger kids, I'm still, like I'm active all day long. I got the ten year all the way down to. A one year old, so I'm I'm pretty active, moving. yeah. Oh man, all the time, all the time. Man, I'm not. I'm kind of the same way. That's like I got to get up in the morning and drive all the way to Oklahoma City for a meeting. I'm trying to swing back through and stop by and watch Taylor play in <laughs> Snyder for an, a couple hours, and then drive back to Midland. You know, so it's like, man. Work all day and find a way to squeeze some softball in. Get that softball in. You got to get one thing about it. You got to get that softball in. My wife For always sure. telling me, like, who are you talking to now? What are you doing now? What this and that? And I'm like, good. I, I thought I was man. the only one. Oh, no. It's yeah. It's I'm always messaging somebody about softball. And, and that's that, man. I'm a basketball person. I don't know the last time I actually turn the TV on and watch the games. I might watch a couple quarters, maybe, but, I mean, I used to be Man. like a real addict to basketball. Now it's like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll see, take it. I'm guilty, too. I was just, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like, man, I, I, I was the guy that couldn't wait to get home and watch the Spurs play. Mm -hmm. I couldn't wait to get home and watch Jordan play. I couldn't yeah. wait to get home and watch games. And, like, I, I got a 15-year-old son, too, and Man, me and him would try to sit down and watch some, watch a little bit together, and it just doesn't feel the same, right? You know. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it's different. <laughs> it is different. The softball, man, the, it just once it get into you, you is is real hard to get out. Yep. Yeah, once you, I see we're lucky. We still got our ten year old that's gonna keep playing. And mm -hmm. heck, I'll, I'll be doing this until I'm. <laughs> 55 56 and that and who knows what i'm gonna do at that point you know i always told my wife i said heck i retire once we retire hang it up how am i gonna quit coaching something i've done for my whole entire life you yeah. know besides my besides my nine to five i mean how do you take something like this that's been such a huge part of your life and just remove it you and know? Just, yeah and just get rid of it yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be real hard. I'm not looking down too that far down the road yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, 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 it gets there in a hurry, man. I, yeah, I can, I can I tell bet. you from experience. But hey, oh, yeah. we we've created a ton of memories. 
and uh, it's been a blessing. Softball's given us more than we've received, more than we've, uh, more than we've lost from it. I guess is what I could say is financially, I don't look at it like, hey, uh, man, it cost me this much money to play softball. Man, I've paid for those memories that we're gonna have forever. You know? Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, they will be there. The memories, for sure. No, oh, yeah, man. So, so you know, you started in 2011 at a younger age group, and now you at the 18U level. How what's how is it like the difference? You know, starting with them young <laughs> and now having them getting ready to go to college. Well, I'm gonna tell you, it's <clears throat> it's night and day. It's like this last season. Of course, when you're coaching 18 you kids, you get downtime, right? You you have the high school season when you're not coaching. Mm-hmm. So Kiki had played for another bomber team. Uh, I guess it was last spring, and I had the ability. I had to, the. I was lucky enough. I had the opportunities. What I'm looking for there to go coach with with a few good people over there with Juan Zapata, and. Uh, Godly with uh, Jason, Jason and uh, Delatory, Leah's Leah's mom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that we we had a, I had an opportunity to go work with those guys, man, and it was just uh, like I say, night and day from coaching an 18 u kid to a 10 u kid. And my dumb butt tried to take some of the 18 u <laughs> and coach a 10 u with that, and that didn't work. <laughs> so, and uh, like I found that I was getting frustrated. Mm. And if if you're ten years old, you want to come play for a coach that's frustrated with you? Yeah, right. Nah, they ain't trying nah. to do that. They want you to hype them up. And they want it to be. You got to make it the best thing they've done all day. Have them motivated. Get get them ready to go play. Because at the end of the day, they're ten. Yeah, they're out there. They're out there playing a the game they love. You know, and. and that's- uh, that's, that's one. That's one thing that I think a lot of us parents forget. They see these kids. We see. Well, not that I'm not gonna say they, because that's I'm part of that. We see these. Me kids. too. I'm raising my hand <laughs> right now. I've done it with my ten year old. Man, we see these kids doing some stuff, and we really forget wh- how old they are. Like it, it, it can really slip your mind right away. You know, like you see them making the play, and then they mess up, and they, what are you doing? It's like. Yeah, yep. they maybe they should have made it, but at the same time, like these are ten year olds and shucks, even in my boat, I'm I got seven year olds. So it's like, yeah, okay, let me let's snap out of it. They they gonna See, make man, like, mistakes. Uh I wanna give you your props. Like, man, you guys that coach the the AU teams and the ten U teams, you instill the love for the game for these kids, you know, and that's that that's the most important thing at that age. If they leave your practice, if they leave your 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 tournaments upset, like man, that defeats the whole purpose, right? Like mm-hmm. you want them to leave, you want them to leave, wanting to come back. Yeah, and you're gonna plant that seed for softball, and it's either gonna you're either gonna water it and grow it, or you're gonna starve it and kill it. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a as a coach, and that's what I realized as a coach that was coaching that age group. I'm I'm not so sure I was the man for the job, to be honest with you, with with, with the young ones. 
uh, it was hard for me to 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 go back to it you know mm-hmm. and uh that's a so you know, a, a lot of a lot of my reasonings are going to come out in this podcast of why i didn't or did do certain things right and i just man i just didn't think it was right like I feel like these kids need to compete at a high level, but I feel like you got to nurture the love for the game too at the same time. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and that that's another thing. Like we just want to, we want them to to go. Like let's go. I know you can do this, 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 this. So we don't want to see nothing else. And it's like, hold up. Yep. Kids don't need to be doing all this. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Like I I see kids that are playing with full ride scholarships that screw up like and make mistakes and, and look terrible and it's like i mean you, you don't see coaches yelling at them uh, i mean I, of course they do they they do yeah i'm not i'm not gonna bs you there i've seen a few coaches get after it but and that's okay at that level because they're you, you know you even at our level it gets heated at some points because it's our job to get you ready to go play at that next level you know and uh I feel like I got off track there for a minute. Sorry about that. Oh, you good. Go on right on ahead. So, um, let's how how is it, you know, like is it a big difference from the girls going from 16U to 18U? Man, I guess the only difference that you will see it's probably their mindset when it comes to recruiting because it's getting hot and heavy right there mm-hmm. going from 16s to 18s. And you're either getting a lot of attention when you're a second year, 16 you kid, or you're really not. Right. So it's like when you go to 18, you, if you haven't received many looks, then you start pressing a little bit. You start trying to do too much at some points, you know, and, and that's, that's the only difference. I mean, of course, when you talk competition-wise, if you're talking competition-wise, then yes, it's like it's it's a big it's a big jump, and I can tell you that just from experience from from the 16U team that we brought up to 18s this year. Um, I'm sure if we asked every one of them, they'd tell you too, like, hey, and as a coach, we had the opportunity this year to be involved in a lot of the prospect wire tournaments and a lot of the Lions stuff. Uh-huh. We, got to, we got to compete against some really good teams, probably some of the better teams that I've had to coach against in my years of being with the Bombers. And once you get there, once you get up there to that level and you're, you're doing that, that's a, that's a different thing, man. And uh, it, it, it was something to behold and, and the girls just embraced it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's man. It got to be a good a a good feeling once you get that first that first letter in the mail, right? Oh man, uh, that's that's uh, words don't explain that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. just try your your not only your first letter but your first visit, your first time that you drive up to a college campus and you see on the TV in the admissions, welcome to campus. Susie Q or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and now they'll have you set up with a tour guide, take you across campus, make you feel like a million bucks. Then you get to go sit in, talk to the athletic department. And what really makes you happy is when you get that first offer. 
when you get that first offer, you can get all the letters in the mail you want, all the interest you want. Mm-hmm. But until, but hearing another college coach look at you across the table and say, I want you to come play for me. That makes a, a, a kid that's worked their entire life from the age of, like, she, like you said, your daughter, three years old. Yeah. Like from the time that she signed, she's going to be working for, man, 15 or 15 of her 18 years of life are going to be playing softball. <laughs> playing softball. You yeah. know? So, yeah, like, it, it's, got, it's a huge deal. Yeah. One thing about she, she, she put her goal when she was like five. She wanted to go play for Florida. That's, that's her ultimate. That's her ultimate goal. Now I'm I'm starting to explain to her, hey, that might not happen. So man, don't do that to her. Time. Hey, you, hey, right now, water that sea, bro. I'm for real. I'm for real. I'm gonna. And now that you told me that, I'm gonna see what I can. Do. I'm gonna see what I can do to get somebody that wants to FaceTime or something that plays for Florida. Oh, and, man, uh, that'd be good. I, I, you, that, that, that's what you do, man. You you water that seed. You make that <laughs> you make that dream as close to reality as possible. Yeah, you know? she didn't. She didn't already got mad when so we went to the Florida and and them game, and she got her her godfather got her glove custom with the Florida colors. Man, that's awesome. So that yeah, she awesome. was there, man. They was all the parents was like, man, we've never seen this. We never been to Texas. And seeing a little girl like in her Florida stuff, she was there taking pictures with the bus and all that stuff. So she got a good oh, experience man. for you know at a at a younger age, you know. So that's see, we grew thing. up. My my kids grew up Oklahoma fans, and uh, <laughs> and I recommend this too. Excuse me, I recommend that that like um, take her to when she gets older, take her to a Florida camp. Yeah. Let her go down there and go to. I took my my daughter went to Oklahoma camp when she was a freshman in high school, and um, you're gonna measure up real quick, and you'll know like, man, I'm out of my league or I'm, I belong here, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, okay. But hey, she learned a lot, and uh, it was a great experience. And, and if you want to go there, and if that's your ultimate dream, you need to put her in front of them at a young age, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, now she, you know, social media rule the world. So she. Well, that, that, that's a she. That's a recruiting tool of the future, right there. Oh yeah, exactly. That's that's all she got to do. So her her player is is Skylar Wallace, and she I think she put a video up and and like tagged Skylar in it, and she liked it. Well, we oh, she talked about that the whole day. That was like winning the lottery for her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was. That's good stuff, man. Oh, that was good stuff right there. So, like, how, how, like, how was your kids? You know, work ethic. You know, knowing they want to go play at that next level, man. Like, like how, like how hard did they work outside of practice, outside of the trainings, and and stuff like that. Man, you gotta have. You've got to work. You've got to put in the work. I mean, they they would let me honestly. We would hit, we would hit with the team on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then we would practice on Saturdays when we weren't playing. We'd have a good three-hour practice on Saturday. But you can bet that Chloe and Taylor, when they weren't playing, are practicing with the team. We're down there in Pleasanton at the indoor facility, mm-hmm. throwing front toss to each other or hitting off of a tee. I don't know if you remember when the when the blast motion became a real big thing 
Yeah. Um, uh-huh. My daughter was 14 at the time, my middle one. And uh, I came home from work one night. She's got the bow net up. It's like nine o'clock at night. And she's sitting <laughs> off the tea. And she's crying, like, like profusely, like something's wrong. And I walk up to her and I go, Taylor, like, what's the deal? We got high school tryouts coming up. And I can't figure out why my attack angle is so high. Oh. And she was just and like just crying. And I knew at that point I was like, you know what? Let's go inside. We'll mm-hmm. talk about this tomorrow. Like once you once you've got it in your mind and you got your the mentality that that you wanna be the best, not best the best ever, but you wanna be the best version of yourself that you can be. Once you go out there and you put that work in, then that, that's really all you can ask for, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. That's and that's that's the one thing that I tell my kids that you got to work. Just because you look good now, that don't mean you're gonna be good a few years down the road. <laughs> like you know, like you you have to keep working, no matter if it's doing the everyday rolling the balls anywhere like just doing anything like anything muscle memory is the main thing for these kids at these oh, yeah. age like you just gotta it don't like a lot of, i know at one time i would hear people would say like and i don't know why we doing fundamentals like this and that man fundamentals is what you have to be doing at practice like practice isn't is supposed to be uh yeah i mean it's supposed to be fun to a certain extent, but you're at practice to put in the work mm-hmm. to, to go over the basics, you know? I yeah. mean, we're, eight, we're 18 youth, and every one of our practices, we start out with every day. Yeah. I mean, we're rolling the ball forehand, backhand, straight on, short hop. I mean, if you don't do it every day, muscle memory goes away, right. you know? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that's one thing that is tough as a softball player, you know, I'm a firm believer in breaks. I think breaks are good. Mm-hmm. When I say oh, break, yeah. I don't mean I don't mean taking a six month break. No, no, I mean, no, you can't take that long. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I can't taking, take that long. Personally. No, <laughs> I mean taking t- taking a month, a month, a year to, to 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 recharge the battery, to let the kid, or maybe even a couple of months, let the kid go to go live a little, to get away. Yep, have to let them be a kid. Yep, to go even even when they get older, you know. I mean that, that that applies, but uh, but that's just my own personal belief. I know to each their own. Right, and that's just kind of how we do things. And and see, we had um, I had uh, Destiny Rodriguez and Eddie, and that was one thing that she said that she wished she done every day was every days. She didn't yeah. realize how big every days was. So that's that's the right there. Some good knowledge for all the kids growing up start doing those every day parents start looking up every days and start doing every day that's include me <laughs> well i mean and, and like and when we say every days you know to the average parent that's just listening um i mean all that is is you can do that with them yourself even if mm-hmm. you don't know really that much about coaching go out there and just throw the ground roll them a ground ball roll them, roll yeah. them a ground ball to their forehand side to their backhand side a little short hop, just get their body used to going through those situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, that's some very important, that's a very important word every day. I never, yes. I never knew how important it was, but 
you yeah, look at man. it kind of like you said you kind of look at it like man that's just some simple stuff but sometimes the, the and, and some one thing that our team likes to say you focus on the little things and and we lose sight of the little things like every days and we take for granted that i know how to field a ground ball mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know you're in the bottom of the seventh and it's one-to-one with two outs with the runner on third and you boot a ground ball to third because you hadn't been put in the work you're supposed to put in, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that work, man. That's Softball is just it's, – it's so – like, yes, it's physical. You have to be physical, able to do all the stuff that these girls do. But it's – the mental game is, is at an all-time high, man. Like, when I first – when I first got into it and people would tell me all this stuff that these girls got to know, I'm like, how in one, how in the world can one person know all this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you standing there and there's a ball coming at you 50 miles per hour. Like, what are you supposed to do at that point? Right. But they got it. That's why they play. And that's why I don't play. So. It's, it's, it's easy for us to sit outside and think about it and say, man, how come they couldn't do this? When they yes. got it, right. Man. Right. And and the speed these girls is throwing at these these days is it's just getting more and more ridiculous. Man, it's uh you better be ready and you better have a plan. Yeah. Because if, you, <laughs> what? If, you, if, you, if you're if you're guessing if you're up there guessing and they're throwing 63, 64, 65. Yeah, you're in trouble. Tough. Yeah, you're yep. in trouble. You're in trouble, man. So speaking of plan, like what's what's a good you know plan that that you have, you know, for your girls going up, like you were saying earlier, in the in the one <laughs> one to one games, you know, and and it's it's you know last inning, and this I mean this just it. Like what's well, what's I mean, the, I, what's the advice you give them? Uh, my advice is rather it's one one zero zero twenty to one. Um, I think every at bat, every pitch matters. Um, get in the box with a plan and that's up to the coaching staff and you as a hitter to identify your strength as a hitter, know your strength as a hitter and know your weaknesses as a hitter, because you don't want to get in the batter's box ahead in the count chasing your weakness, you know, um, for instance, I know a, a few kids that, that middle in, you throw a middle in and they're going to murder the ball. You throw them middle out, you throw them out, you throw them a half a ball off the plate, and the umpire's giving them that, and they're going to struggle, you know? Mm-hmm. But you oh, make yeah. one mistake, middle in, and they're going to hammer it. So as a hitter, by knowing your strength, if your strength is inside, middle in, when you get in the batter's box, you got to think, okay, no matter what, I'm not going to swing at that outside pitch. If she throws me outside, I don't even care if it's a strike. I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. Strike one. Now we're down. No balls. One strike. All right, man. I'm still sitting middle in. She throws me a strike on the outside part of the plate. I'm still going to watch it. Strike two. Now we're down 0 2. Now we got a battle. But we didn't swing at our weakness on either one of those pitches, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't chase her pitch because we know if we would have swung at either one of those pitches, she going back to gonna, it. We're probably going to get out, right? Even yeah. if we hit it. We're going to get out. So mm-hmm. I saw it happen a few times this weekend. We're down 0-2 and we're battling now. Now we're fouling pitches off. Now we're eight, nine pitches deep. 
Because now on that outside pitch, we're spoiling it. We're just trying to get rid of it. But by God, she makes that mistake and she leaves it fat, middle end, mm-hmm. and we would hammer it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just having a plan of I'm only going to hit the middle end pitch hard. Everything away I'm going to take or then I'm going to fight it off until she comes back to me. And there's one word that makes a hitter do that, and that's discipline. You've got to be a discipline hitter. And that's my advice. Like I say, every at-bat we have on our team, that's what I want our hitters to do, you know. And uh, that, that, that's our goal as a hitting team. Have a plan. Stick to that plan. Execute that plan. And good things are going to happen. I mean, heck, if we if a good things happen three out of ten times, that's good, right? That's successful in softball. Yeah. Shoot. Oh yeah. Oh, that's real good. <clears throat> that's that's the thing is, like I guess I mean I like you said we were saying earlier we forget that these kids younger. So, you know, like when you explaining stuff to them, you tell a kid. Hey, three for ten. Hey, that was good. And they like, what? Yes. <laughs> what? But, that's, but, that, but that's a 30 in school, Dad. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I'm like, so what I started doing is I started just showing the, not even the, the college girl stats to my daughter. I, I started showing her the pros. Oh, yeah. Like, like these people getting paid to do this, you know, and, and this is what they doing. And she like, like that's not good. <laughs> like, no, exactly. exactly. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to fail. It's okay to fail. And you know what, man? I'm glad you brought that up. That's an, another thing that that I'm gonna go back to our recruiting person that we had back in the day, Miss Holly. Mm-hmm. Man, like she made me realize, and she made my kid realize it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. Like she was a senior in high school. She was a senior in high school before she got any looks at all. And she was ready to quit playing softball because she was frustrated. She was, number one, she was frustrated. Number two, she was embarrassed because she played for the Bombers. She played for the team that her dad coached on, and she wasn't getting any looks, right? Mm-hmm. So she kind of felt like she didn't belong. And we, man, I was, and I was pushing her hard. I was on her butt when she wasn't performing. And Holly pulled me to the side, and she said, you've got to back off of her. Like, if you don't, if you don't back off of her, she's going to quit. So if you want her to quit playing the game that you like to coach and that she loves, then keep doing it <laughs> and, and back off. But if you want her to quit, then keep doing what you're doing. And so, uh, man, I just I made, the, made the decision at that point just to uh, to back off a little bit and, and let her do her thing, you know. And uh, – it just kind of goes back to that deal. Just let them let them do their thing. Let them if, if they're hard workers and they love the game, and it's destined to happen. Everything's going to take care of itself. Whether you playing for us or you playing for another travel team in San Antonio, right. it's, it's, it's going to work out for you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. What's um like? How how was the recruiting <laughs> process like once? Once y'all started getting the, you know, the looks and the letters in, and then once you got that offer, like, after that, then, like, like how is it just going forward? Man, it's weird. It's different for every kid, right? It's, it's completely different. Um, I've, uh, <clears throat> I've seen 
from the time that these these kids have have went on visits and left a visit and been driving home and on the drive home they would get a phone call and get the offer i've heard kids that went on their visit got offered right there in person i've heard of kids that wouldn't get an offer until you told me if you really wanted to come excuse me if you really wanted to come play for us and once i really know you want to be a red raider then we're going to offer you um and, and i've i've heard of all kind of different scenarios you know of how that all goes down but at the end of the day once you say i found my forever home once the, the athlete says hey this is where i want to spend the next two to four years of my life to be a collegiate athlete to 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 be a good student athlete like now it's time not to chill out it's not time to be like oh i made it now it's time to turn it up a notch now it's time to get to work even harder find that next level never be satisfied mm, that's that's some good that's good right there never be satisfied that's never that's, that's not nice. and, and i'm gonna tell you i heard that i heard something from some who was it it was an nba player he said he went they were playing the lakers and uh he went to the gym early went to staples early he wanted to get some shots in before everybody got there mm-hmm and he said when he walked into the gym <clears throat> that Kobe was down there warming up, going through a workout. And he said when he walked in, he thought that Kobe was about done. But he never stopped working out. And he said he sat there and watched Kobe work out for like 45 minutes or another hour, just sweat pouring off of him, putting in work, just going through his post moves, working on his handles, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the game was over, they were talking or whatnot. And he asked Kobe, he said, man, why was you going that hard before the game? Like, we were fixing to come play two hours later, and you're going <laughs> that hard? And he said, because I wanted you to know that there wasn't nothing that you could ever do to outwork me. That's why I did that. Like, that's that's a different type of mentality right there, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, that, yeah, Kobe the, that, was one of a kind. That, that's the mentality that you want. You take that mentality and you you imply that into your life, you apply it to your day-to-day, man, you'd be all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd be good because you just got to, you know, there's always somebody watching. Always somebody watching you. That's that's the another thing that I like to tell the girls. Like, no, no matter what, it's, it's always somebody. Somebody oh, for sure. from somewhere. It don't matter from where. It could be on their phone. What they somebody is always watching. So you always gotta give one hundred percent. It's funny this. Funny you said that. I had a college coach come up to me one time. Me and Coach Reuben, we were sitting over there under a shade tree at a little uh, round robin in a, a ju- JUCO in Central Texas. It's in between games. And this coach comes and sits down, and she goes, I won't, I won't recruit this kid or that kid. And, uh, I mean, so first time that's ever happened, that a coach ever told me, like, I was looking at them, and when I tell you these kids are good, these two kids were two of my best players. And mm-hmm. this coach said, I'm not going to – I wouldn't take him on my team with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> And I looked at her like, what the world? 
I'm like, why would you say that? And she said, well, the first one hit a pop fly to second base. And she jogged it out to first base. And she's supposed to be the leader of your team, the emotional the emotional charge, the, 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 the leader that leads the charge. And she just doesn't even run it out. So what do you think everybody else is going to do? I'm like, okay. And she said, and the other one, she runs through first base and she's already whining and crying because she got out before she got to first base, like making ugly faces and pissed off and going to the dugout mad, sitting over on the bench upset. And like, I, I don't need that on my team. And this is a coach, check this out. This is a coach that was umpiring the field during the game and they didn't know she was the coach. Oh man. So you tell me that somebody could be watching at any time, you know? That is crazy. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure. That's like, that's a crazy story, man. Just that, <laughs> to go from a blue, but you really a freaking college coach, man. That hey, is- and, and I was, I, I was, um, I was kind of embarrassed, right? But it was a good learning experience for everybody involved, you know? Yeah. Like you, man, at that age, that's hey. They say they got to recruit at all levels, right? Got to, got to see what they got to see in any way possible. That's, yep, that's a way right there, man. So, what's some what's some good advice that the older you would give the younger you? Enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Uh, enjoy enjoy your kids growth enjoy everyone on the team's growth enjoy being a part of these young ladies lives enjoy getting to meet the people that you meet um at the end of the day right we our daughters are going to be grown up and gone and if we're not careful the game's going to be in our lives and gone and you're not even going to be able to really enjoy it while it's present because you're going to be thinking of how good it was, right? You're so caught up in the moment about, you know, Taylor, Chloe, whoever getting recruited that you don't enjoy. You don't stop, smell the coffee, smell the ro- taste the coffee, smell the roses. Um, uh, it just you got to have fun with them. You got to enjoy it. You can't make too big out of the moment. Mm. Nice, nice. Now, now, what's some what's some good advice you give to parents of athletes that that they like the parents that have the athletes that are trying to get to the next level? Support them, support them emotionally. Number one, emotionally. I mean, obviously, if you if you're doing this at this level, financially, you're there. You're supporting them there. Um, Support them emotionally. Give them everything they need to be successful. Um, push them to work hard. Be there for them when they struggle. Be the same person you are when they struggle as you are when they go out there and go three for three. You know, um, I was when I, growing up with my kids. I was bad about as a parent. Man, if we went over four, it was the worst day in the world. But if we went four for four. <laughs> Yeah, we went four for four. It was oh, the man. best thing in the world. We're going to get some good, right? right? You might get some yeah. good. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, like, I mean, again, this is lessons that I've learned throughout the years. 
when you do stuff like that to these kids, right? To your mm-hmm. own kids as a parent, like, man, you, you're creating emotional emotional instability just with that with that one act, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you don't you don't need the the peaks and valleys. Like, you go over four, hey, it happens. You might go four for four tomorrow. Don't sweat it. Let's go get mm-hmm. them. You know, right? Um, yeah. As a parent, that's that that's they need that. They need that from you. Um, trust me, leave it to me, leave it to me and the coaching staff to, to hold them accountable when they're on the field, when they go over four, if they need to be talked to, if they need to be, to be encouraged in a different way, then we'll handle that, man. But they need to be loved. They need to be loved at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you have to, Yeah, everything starts at home. That's the, that's the one thing that. I I look at that's how I see it. I mean, if you ain't sure. if you ain't disciplining them at home, then I don't think like I mean, as a dad coach, you can't really discipline them on the field. If you don't tell them stuff at home, like how can you try to tell them what to do on the field? So yeah. you'll right you'll there. always have you'll all as a coach you'll always have the one or two kids that uh, that you know as a coach that needs you. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, that's, and, that's and, and always they, them different. There's always some that learn good players, but they just learn a little different. We have yeah. one. We have one. I have one on my my AU, so I know exactly what you're talking about. But it just goes back to to like it's not always about softball, right? It's mm-hmm. it's just about how you're able to reach these young ladies. Yeah. Once you figure out how to reach them, man, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And there's a good – what was that saying that we used to always say back in the day? They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Once once these kids know you care about them, then they'll run through a wall for you. Yeah. They'll do whatever you ask them mm-hmm. to do, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, I know. I, You know, I've, I've seen it personally. So that right there was a – I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, man. So, so we we down to the the end. My last, my last question I have for you. Who, Already, who, who huh? Is, who is yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, who is who is somebody? Who is somebody you would like to hear on the on the podcast? But the the answer you will have to help me get them. Yeah, for sure. Let me think for a second. Let me think here, man. I can't remember. I went back and listened to a few episodes to kind of get a feel for it to see how <laughs> how, how how it was going to go down but uh let's see here um have you had uh have you had adrian rodriguez on here no not yet let's get him on i'll no, see what okay. we can do to get a rod on here no okay uh, i i seen him at the the workout but he was he was a busy man so i ain't bothering Hey, we we hey, he, we can make some time. I'm telling you, man. Like the reason that I wanted, I, I really wanted to do this was because you can, like we talked about, you can reach an audience here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's four or five hundred people, yeah. Um, you're able to put this knowledge that you've been able to accrue over the last ten years of coaching, and it might make it easier on them, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about, man. I yeah. want to pass on everything that I've learned. And hopefully I can help out just a tad to make these parents and these young athletes' lives a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the whole point. 
of me starting a podcast, man. Like, like I'm a podcast addict. I rarely listen. Me too, to man. I listen. I, I, I travel and I'm always listening to always, either. Yes. I listen to the Pivot. I listen to Pivot podcasts. I listen to All the Smoke. Yeah, that's oh, man, my one I, right there. Uh, matter of fact, I'm still mad at DeJounte Murray, man. <laughs> he was talking. Boy, hey, that was one of the best All the Smoke podcasts right there to me. That was. That was. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah it was. was. And he may have been right about a few of those things. Yeah, I, I'm pretty that. sure he was. But, I mean, that's the first. <laughs> that's why only those three and David Robinson and a few before that, they ain't nobody else can go. The Spurs, I don't think they'll ever be the same. I don't think yes, they'll sir. be the same. These no, players I don't either. You don't want that. They don't want to hear that from Pop. They don't want to hear. No, they don't no. want to. No, 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 nah, no more. No, nah, they don't want to hear that. So, hey, I but mean, before so- we cut it loose, man, y'all come catch us this summer. We'll be out on the. We'll be out making the circuit, Prospect Wire. We'll be in in uh, Chino Hills at the uh, end of July at Alliance Nationals, competing against the best of the best, man. Mm-hmm. We can't wait. Looking forward to it. We got a stacked oh. team. Got a big roster. Uh, most of them are committed. Um, we got a few 24s still looking to get seen. So if we got any college coaches listening, man, y'all come take a look. Hey, and uh, another thing, let me ask you: Would you rather? Would you rather me see about getting like a uh, a college coach to come on and, and speak a little bit with you guys too? Oh, oh yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I'm, I'm all open ears because, because at the same time, I don't know much about the sport, so I'm learning something from everybody that i didn't have well look i'm gonna change if i can't if i can't get adrian rodriguez on i'm gonna try to get ron frost on from uh from nickel state down in thibodeau louisiana oh yeah so uh, i'm from i'm from lake arthur louisiana so lafayette where you was at that's my yeah i got you grounds over there well (laughs) man i grew up i grew up in south mississippi so I kind of feel the same way. Just, I, I grew up a diehard Saints fan. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, that, that that stuff down there in that area, I like to call that whole area. I feel like I'm at home, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so we can we can work on, on those those two. But you know, the the ones that I wanna get on, we gotta, you know, when we gotta make that happen. Hey, well I'm gonna get them two on too. I've already put the bird put the bug in their ear, so <laughs> You just right. you just let me know when you want to make that happen, and they'll hey, come on and, and drop some knowledge. Right. We, we we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll for talk sure. About for that. sure. But, but man, I wanna I wanna appreciate you, man, for your time and all your knowledge to give give to the people and to me. You know, man. You know, it's you know busy man. So um, I appreciate you taking your time out your day night to to get this done. Man, anytime, anytime, and who knows. Look forward to possibly doing it again here in the near oh, future, yeah. man. Oh yeah, we can show we can show books up to get it done in the future. Well, holler at me if you guys need anything, man. Y'all have a good evening. Thanks, All right, man. All right, you too. I thank my boy Mike Estrada for getting the logo right. So, all my small business owners, if y'all need some logos, y'all hit up my boy Mike, man. I'll let my boy Thomas, he's still out here getting them kids right. So, y'all, speed and agility, y'all need to hit him up. He got some quality work. My boy Jeremy with the tent, go follow his page on Facebook, GTZ Window Tent, and, and hit him up. Man, y'all get them appointments in. Levi's Reads and more. 
let the wife get them doors looking good. You know them doors might be naked, so go ahead and let her get y'all right. Levi's Mobile Detailing, just a call away from getting them cars to looking brand new again. So y'all hit us up and we ready to get some work in, all of us.